Once you hear his voice, you will not be satisfied with anything else. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have Priscilla Shire, and she is talking to us about how God is always available, that he is no respecter of persons, and that his presence is available to every single one of us who desires it. Sometimes we feel like it's not, that he's only for the pastors or only for this special person over there, but he wants you and he wants to be with you and spend time with you and to love on you and just to for you to experience how great he is and how wonderful of a friend and father and everything that he is to you. Here's Priscilla. And so for just a few moments, I wanted to just share with you a few thoughts that I jotted down in my hotel room just earlier, just thinking about you and thinking about tonight and this opportunity that we have, this unique opportunity that we have to be in the presence of God. On my uh, Twitter feed, I subscribe to CNN News. Uh, I follow them so that every now and then I get these little bits of news about what's happening in the world. And quite some time ago, several months ago, I clicked on one of the little stories that popped into my Twitter feed. And it was about Beijing. And I clicked on and I read what it, the story was about this particular part of the world. And they were describing how there, are so there is so much pollution in the air right now in Beijing. There are a number of things that have contributed the, to the fact that pollution is running rampant, that a lot of people that live in that part of the world literally have to put a mask on, that they walk around with a mask on because they're not able to breathe in the air and stay healthy. So they'll put a mask on, but not only has it affected their physical body, it's actually also been so thick, the pollution is so thick in the air that, that now they're having trouble with visibility. They're not able to see some distance in front of them because the pollution is hanging like a thick cloud. And it has become so dense and so thick that some people in different parts of Beijing are also having trouble actually seeing the sunrise in the morning. They can't see the sun because the, the, the thick fog of pollution is hanging so heavy and so low in Beijing. And so they came up with a solution. They decided that in certain parts of Beijing, what they would do would be to put these very large screens, kind of like the screens you would see in Times Square, huge, giant, enormous screens positioned in specific places throughout the city of Beijing, and that they would manufacture a sunrise in the morning and a sunset in the evening so that folks could at least get a glimpse of a sunrise, albeit manufactured and illegitimate and synthetic and man-made. But the people of Beijing, some of them, are just so glad to see the sun rising that they've begun to celebrate and become used to and satisfied with this manufactured view of the sun. It occurs to me that oftentimes in our relationship with God, we unfortunately have become satisfied and okay with and even celebrating a manufactured view of the Son of God. That we have got this picture that has been painted for us and it is not really who Jesus is. And we have allowed this man-made picture of the sun to replace a clear view of the presence of God. That we've allowed programs and church attendance and activities to replace our one-on-one -on -one relationship with the lover of our souls. 
So instead of wanting to hear the voice of God for ourselves, now we've become okay with being spoon-fed the word of God constantly from other people to us. Nothing wrong with hearing the word of God from somebody else, a Bible study teacher or your pastor. We celebrate the people that God has given us to lead us into the truth of God's word. But there has to be a time where you say, you know what, I want to see the sun for myself. That I want to hear his voice. That I want to experience his presence. That I don't want to have to be coaxed into worship. That I want to fall to my own knees and worship him in spirit and in truth. And tonight in this place where the presence of God isn't just with us in theory, where you just know it because you've been told it, but where you can sense his presence hanging heavy with us. I just wonder if just like Kim said, I just love when the Holy Spirit does that. Here I am in my hotel room thinking about sharing this with you. And Kim stands up a few moments ago and she says, if there's anybody in the room who's felt like you've not had that personal, intimate, one-on-one, touchable, tangible, practical relationship with Jesus, that I agree with her, tonight's the night. That he's brought you into this place because he said, I'm tired of the screens that you got up in your life with these inauthentic views of who I am, this manufactured man-made thing, these programs and religious activities, I want you to see me with your own eyes and hear me with your own ears and experience me in your life, not through the testimony of somebody else, but in your own practical everyday experience. And I don't know about you, but I want to see him with my own eyes. I want to hear him. I want to feel him in my own life. And let me tell you something, once you have experienced God, you will be ruined for church as usual. It won't work for you anymore to just read a a verse a day to keep the devil away. That won't work for you anymore. You won't want to just do the religious thing because that's what you've been told to do and that's what your mama did and your grandmother did and your father did and your grandfather did. Uh Uh-uh, you'll want to do it because once you hear his voice, you will not be satisfied with anything else. I was talking to one of my favorite people, Cy Rogers. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. We had a conversation the other day, and he said to me that there, were, there was a time in his life when he met Jesus, decades ago when he met Jesus. He said that once I, I came into contact with him and encountered him for myself, and I saw him and experienced him, my life was completely transformed. Everything changes once you really meet, meet Jesus. Not church, Jesus. Church is great, don't get me wrong, but you still got to meet with Jesus. And let me tell you something, God doesn't have grandkids. Just because your parents met Jesus doesn't automatically mean you have. You have to have your own relationship with the Lord. Luke chapter 7 verse 35 says this. Listen, I'm going to read a few verses for you. I'm sorry, Luke chapter 18 verse 35. And it came about that as he, that is Jesus, was approaching Jericho, that a certain blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. Now hearing a multitude that was going by, he began to inquire about what this might be. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. Let's just 
just think about this for a minute. This, this guy, blind Bartimaeus, he's sitting by the roadside day after day, week after week, month after month, probably year after year. And he has learned that in order to make a living, in order to survive, he's got to be a beggar. And so he sits by the roadside and he can't see, but he has learned to hear. He's learned what the environment usually sounds like. He knows what it sounds like to hear people cross to the other side of the road because they don't want to have to deal with him. He's learned what it sounds like to hear the, the crackle of some coins uh, banging against the bottom of his tin can. He's learned what denomination sounds like what when it hits the bottom of that tin cup. He's learned what the environment usually sounds like, but on this day, everything sounds different. He can't see it, but he can hear. And what he knows is that there is an electricity in the atmosphere that is not normally there. The whisper of the people, the enthusiasm of the people as they pass by. He can tell what's going on and he taps one shoulder after another shoulder trying to get someone to answer his question as to what's going on and why things sound so different on this particular day. And then somebody answers his question and they say something to him that will change his life forever. They say to him, Jesus of Nazareth, the one you've heard about, the one who causes blind eyes to see, the one who causes the lame to walk, the one who causes deaf ears to hear, the one who even raises the dead back to life, that Jesus is passing by. Bartimaeus never thought in a million years that, that, that Jesus, the one he'd heard about only from afar, would be this close to him. He never thought in a million years that Jesus would make himself available to a regular blind beggar sitting by the roadside. And I wonder today if you were sitting in this room and you feel a little bit like Bartimaeus in that you just feel like Jesus is available for other people but not necessarily for, for folks like you. Just a teenager, just a university student, just a housewife, just a regular blue-collar uh, person working at your, your corporate job. You just feel like Jesus seems to be available and more uh, accessible to other people who are maybe in ministry full-time or who seem to have this special hotline connection that you just don't seem to have access to. And you wonder if Jesus... This Jesus that you've heard about can do all these fantastic things if he'll ever be available to you. And tonight you and I have come into this room and he wants you to know that just like he made himself available to a blind beggar named Bartimaeus in Luke chapter 18, tonight he makes himself available to you. He is not a respecter of persons. He is available to the educated and the uneducated alike. He is available to the cultured and the uncultured alike. He is available to the 70-year-old just like he is the 17-year-old. He is available to the black and he's available to the white. He is available to the Hispanic and to the Asian. He is available to anybody, anytime, any place, anywhere. God makes himself available to you at church on a Sunday night just like he does in your bedroom on a Monday morning. You need to know that wherever you are, whether you're in full-time ministry or whether you work a regular eight to five job, our Jesus makes himself available to you. You don't have to be a special person from a special family making a special kind of income in a special kind of environment. Just because you exist, you are special in his eyes and he makes himself available to you. Tonight, Jesus, whatever you need, he makes himself and his provisions and his promises available to you. So yeah. Bartimaeus has been, had been marginalized by 
the people that he lived around. Nobody wanted to fool with this blind beggar who, who was just a nuisance, so it seemed. And maybe you're a little discouraged tonight because you've been marginalized by your family, by your friends. Nobody seems to understand or desire to be in close proximity and relationship to you and you feel alone. You're in a room full of people tonight, but still somehow you feel left out and you feel alone and you feel like Jesus is doing something in the hearts of other people, but you're wondering if he'll ever make himself that available and tangible and practical to you. And you need to know that tonight he brought you into this room. He brought you into this room so that you could hear the whisper through the worship, so that you could hear the, the, the sweet hush of the Holy Spirit say to your heart through the word of God, so that he could make sure you knew before this night was over that he's available. That he himself, not the manufactured view, not the program, he himself, his voice, his power, his blood shed on Calvary is available to every single one of us in this room. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad about it. <laughs> I'm glad that he looks beyond my faults and he sees my needs. And that he allows himself to be accessible to me. That was Priscilla Shire. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Going Beyond Ministries, Priscilla Shire. He is available. You can find out more information about Priscilla at her ministry website, which is goingbeyond.com. That is all I have for you today. I hope you take a minute, if you can, to rate or review this podcast over at iTunes. And I will see you again tomorrow. God bless you.